Campbell, how are you? Where are you? Well, Shelley Campbell, I am hot and I am hungover and I am in Portugal's Lisbon airport. Uh, we are saying goodbye. Yeah. We go drifting apart. Oh, <laughs> I'm abandoning you. Shelley, you are abandoning me for a few days to go back to London and do some uh, fun horticulture exams. Well, I have to be stuck here in Lisbon. <laughs> oh, what a damn shame that is. <laughs> and we see the forecast in London is a miserly 20 degrees and grey and rainy. And here in Lisbon, it's about 30, 35 degrees. So oh, that's why we're hot and we're hungover because we got to Lisbon last night and we partied hard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the How Are You, Where Are You podcast. This is an audio travel log of our adventures by bike as we cycle from where we used to live in a little place a few people have heard of. It's called London in England. And we're going to the place that we used to live before that, <laughs> that's, which is a bustling, thriving metropolis of friendship. And it's a place called Hutt Valley in a little old place called Aotearoa, New Zealand. On April 4th, we left London to explore Western Europe by bike. And soon we'll be continue the adventure in Central and South America. And I guess that'll take over the best part of the next 18 months. Here we are live with breaking news. Baden and Shelley, wait, that's us. We are here in Lisbon. <laughs> yeah, 4,200-ish Ks. How many days? 75 odd days. And we are here in, Port in uh, Lisbon, <laughs> Portugal. We've been talking about this the whole time, you know, ever since we planned this European leg. And uh, we're finally here. I can't believe we made it. So as Give me a smooch. Well done. Oh, thanks, baby. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. You got us here, all the way here from London. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been pretty awesome. I mean... And it's a really cool place where we've arrived today, isn't it? The Praza or Prazo de Comercio. Praza do Comercio, and it is, um, yeah, a really, a really, it's the known as the gateway to Lisbon, kind of. And we realise why that is now that we're here, because there's an enormous white arch with some kind of saint on top with his arms open wide welcoming you um, and apparently it's where uh, people used to get off the, a big boat and come when they you know when people arrived in Portugal they'd get off here and, and wander on in and it's a big square surrounded by trams and lots of people taking photos and yeah it's really beautiful with a view of the sea. But the most important thing is that this marks the end of our European leg. We've done the Europe bit, the easy bit I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it was the easy bit but I think it was yeah. Yeah but Oh, it's been an amazing ride and uh, it's been really nice to share it with you. Wow, okay, so that was just yesterday. Um, and yeah, now begins a period of rest and exploration of big cities. Um, but we had quite a nice, I was a bit nervous really about how it was going to be coming into Lisbon because we've been on some quiet coastal roads and, um, you know, Lisbon's a pretty, well, it's a fairly big city. So, yeah, it's never great riding into cities, is it? It's not great. And people had also warned us to look out for the drivers, some crazy Lisbon drivers, but it really wasn't too bad. We, um, 
we, we, we did have to sort of come along the coast and it was like a four lane road and also we got banned off being on the um, cycling on the beach promenade you can only do that on the outside of the hours of 10 to 5 so yeah I don't know why 10 but it was a bit strange but it was still really nice you know uh, it was a lot of hustle and bustle and a lot of interesting buildings and sites to see and then when we got there, when we got to the Plaza de Commercial where we were yesterday, it, it was uh, it was nice. We could sort of start reflecting on our accomplishment, I guess. Yeah. So, how how do you feel about it? Uh, it's a classic. How do you feel? Question. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. It's. Do <laughs> we're in Lisbon now. It's strange that it's the place that you no. Know, when everyone said, "Oh, what are you, where are you going to be cycling to?" Well, we're going to start off by cycling to Lisbon. And then Lisbon's just like this mythical place. And now we're here, it's kind of like, whoa, yeah, yeah. we're here. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I can't believe it because, yeah, lots of people cycle and, you know, 4,000K is, is not so far for, you know, cycling really, especially in Europe. But personally, <laughs> I'm really surprised that I'm here uh, and that we made it and that the bikes made it and that we didn't crash and we didn't lose our stuff. And, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> I know, it's kind of made the cycle touring thing seem really easy, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. obviously there's been some trials and tribulations, as you'd expect, yeah. but overall, it was. Yeah, I, I still maintain anyone can do this. Yeah. It's not like, we're not like super athletes or anything, yeah. and we just got on our bikes and cycled here. I mean, obviously it wasn't so simple as that. The hardest thing is going. But the actual doing, well, it's not so. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I my other achievement is that, um, and actually, no, you did get sunburnt. I didn't get sunburnt once the whole way. Wow, we'll <laughs> uh, get you a little medal in yeah, the uh, duty I'm so, free. I'm a, I'm, can... a, I'm a sun smart Kiwi. I was like protecting the skin the whole time with the hat and the sunblock and the long sleeves and the gloves, and I looked a bit stupid, but and I am still very white. <laughs> I, and you, you'll probably fit in back in London when you when you arrive there. But your girlfriends are going to be like, oh, you shouldn't you be brown? You've been in the yeah, sun for so long, but you've been so careful. You know, you you always have that uh, little yellow jacket with the sleeves right down and making sure everything's covered up. But if uh, you look up Shelley's thigh a little bit, you notice that there's a bit of a colour differential where her shorts cut off. So it's it's extremely sexy. It's very very cycling. It's. So do we feel tired? Um, and the answer is yes, we do. I mean, not just because of the hangovers that we <laughs> both have today. <laughs> yeah, it is tiring. And But we only really realised this in the last week or so. You know, we got a bit lethargic with our you know, pedalling and we're sort of feeling, man, I could do with a rest now. Yeah. And it just kind of sneaked up on us. And I think over the next couple of weeks or yeah three weeks I guess before we get back on the bike we've got to like chill out a lot just rest and not recover but just like I don't know just recharge a little bit we were a little bit drained and it was quite weird though in the last couple of days when we got back on our bikes after Sintra we couldn't we were so happy to be on the bikes and it felt really great and and uh, so the tiredness had gone away but I think now that we start been having a bit of a holiday mode maybe yeah i know for a fact that my knees just feel a bit tweaky like every time i bend down i'm like oh wow yeah and the old uh the old undercarriage takes a bit of a battling <laughs> on the old brook saddle even so it's good to give those things a little bit of a rest and also uh you're the uh the budget czar uh 
Have we come under budget? Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, for the cycling part, the London to Lisbon, I think it's around three and a half grand, just a little bit more is what we spent. Of course, now it gets expensive because we're in cities and you always spend more money when you're off the bike. Mm. But, you know, I challenge you on your holiday, if you're going to spend two and a half months traveling in Western Europe, do you, th- you know, do you reckon you're going to spend more or less than three and a half grand? I think you will uh, struggle to yeah. get under that. Yeah. And it's all because we don't pay for our transport costs, really. Yeah. And also, still 60% of our spending is on food. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that sort of feel that we're, all our money is going into, basically. <laughs> but we probably just need a little bit of time to kind of digest and process what we've done. Um, and so we might take another look at it in, a, in a, another podcast, in a couple of podcasts time, maybe. Yeah, I think we, we can do a bit of a uh, some top fives and you know, yeah. a bit of a few tips and things. I mean, I think ar- ar- uh, arriving off the bike yesterday and then trying to sum up the trip yeah. and what were the best bits, what were the worst bits, what, who did you like the best and all that sort of thing. Where's the best ice cream? you gotta, you got to think about this stuff, you know. you you really got to, you know, you can't have any intelligent answers right now. So we'll bring that to you in some later podcast soon. <laughs> Well, we've alluded to um, our state today of having a little bit of a hangover, the only one of the trip in fact, uh, and that was due to the amazing welcome we had into Lisbon last night. It's kind of a festival time for Saints Days and things at the moment, and of course arriving on a Friday, uh, we were in for a pretty big party last night. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. We uh, went to the Alfama district and a lot of people talk talk about how great it is and it's true. I mean, it's one of these places, all the buildings are white and they're kind of all stuck together on a hillside and so there's lots of nooks and crannies as you go and explore those little streets and upstairs and into little plazas and people just living their life in this really old part of Lisbon. And uh, yeah, we really got amongst it last yeah, night, didn't they, we? They, I think some of the, the residents create these like little mini parties in their kind of courtyard areas of their buildings. And so we stumbled across a whole load of trestle tables and it was fairly quiet at that point, but we were hungry. So we sat down and they got the grill going and the sardines were on the grill and there were sort of streamers in the, you know, kind of across the, above our heads and some music, uh, just, you know, gently playing. But, you know, obviously the hint of live music to come because there was a mic set up and everything. And then sure enough, as the night wore on, more and more people poured in. We drank too much red wine and some local ladies were singing Fado, which we played for you. Yeah, that was what that was the music you heard there earlier, and uh, it was really cool. It felt really local too. I mean, you know, you always want to, as a tourist, you want to get to those, have those experiences that the locals have, so you can you know, feel a part of the city or whatever. And it really felt like that last night. You know, yeah. the old ladies singing fado. You know, the the dads are on the barbecue grilling us, grilling the sardines. Yeah. And in a special development last night, I can now report that I can eat a sardine whole like you'd eat a corn on a cob. Grab the tail, grab the head and just... (laughs) And then I can do it so well that all you're left with is the skeleton and the stomach just sitting inside. You don't eat the stomach. But uh, that uh, that was a great achievement. Yeah, well done. And you kind of gave us a lesson. So I I think I managed one as well. We had a lot of sardines, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I was in my element. I just wanted to get to Lisbon and just eat sardines. And I, rem- I seem to remember us. There was some dancing as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I started to kind of lose track of what was going on near the end, and we luckily managed to find a taxi driver who could decipher our terrible instructions about how to get back to the apartment we're staying in. And yeah, here we are today, feeling a little bit worse. So another great thing about arriving in Lisbon yesterday is that we got to hang out with our new friends, our Netherlands friends, uh, Kun and Sabina. And they were our first hosts in warm showers when we arrived in Breda uh, (laughs) at the start of April sometime. And uh, they mentioned at the time that they were going on a cycling trip and they were going to end up in Lisbon at the same time as we were arriving. So So it was awesome. (laughs) And we had such a great night with them. And uh, we uh, had a little chat before uh, festivities really kicked off last night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're sitting here in Lisbon with Kun and Sabina, and they're going to tell us about their trip that they've just completed in Spain and Portugal. Hi, um, we just arrived in Lisbon uh, after a trip from uh, Granada to Sevilla and uh, yeah, through Portugal actually, through thousand Portugal to Lisbon. Uh, yes, it was a great trip. Yeah. So how many kilometers was your trip? Uh, I think about thousands of kilometers. Yeah. So that's quite good. Yeah. And so was it flat like Holland or? <laughs> ah, some parts were flat as some parts of Holland. Uh, no, it was quite hilly, like quite good climbing hills. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. quite good. Yeah. But, and what about the heat? Because I remember when we met you in uh, Breda, you were saying how it's going to be stinking hot in Andalusia and 40 degrees. Was it, was it that hot or...? Uh, people warned us for the temperatures in, in uh, Andalusia, uh, but it was actually quite good. Only Sevilla was pretty hot with 40 degrees, but yeah, the rest was quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> but in Portugal you get that sort of sea breeze, don't you? Yeah, sea breeze in your face. <laughs> sea breeze every uh, all day, everywhere. I don't know how it was for you, for you, but we had the breeze was like everywhere, but. Oh, we had just one day with 40 k's of sea breeze ahead of us the whole the whole time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so I wanted to ask Sabina, did you could you keep up with Kun okay? Do you guys stick together pretty well, or does he get far ahead of you? Oh no, I, we could st- <laughs> good going good together. I uh, Kun is navigating, so I just follow him and. Uh, <laughs> she just pulls my ass. Because <laughs> the thing is that Baden tries to protect me from the wind, but I can never keep up with him, so he just disappears. Yeah, yeah if it's going uphill, I will slowly yeah, drop back. Drop, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what was your favorite place? Do you guys have a favorite place, or you're not sure? Hmm. A really favorite place. Uh... We were really surprised about Portugal uh, in total, but uh, I think Granada was. Mm, I think Granada was like the best place for us. Like it's, it's quite sm- small. It's quite and it was quite friendly. Too quite friendly and, and easy to go. Um, so what surprised you about Portugal? Um, the the friendly people, the and the food. 
um, nice atmosphere. Yeah. So what were you expecting? Yeah. Maybe I didn't have a lot of expectations. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, like yeah. us. We came to Portugal not really knowing what it was going to be like. We yeah. didn't really know anything about Portugal, yeah. but now we've stayed. Well, we stayed with a few. Well, one host in particular, this guy Carlos. He was saying, uh, "You guys know more about Portugal than I do," <laughs> yeah. which is not true. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and we, we 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 travel without a tour guide, and that makes you. Uh, you're not, you're not, yeah. you don't know what to expect, and that's quite good. Like you, you, we knew something about Lisbon, and when we were in Lisbon, like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. But it's, is it as good as we expect after reading this book? Yeah. And yeah. so it's, I think it's better to re, to travel without a guidebook. Yeah. yeah. And it's, in Europe, it's in Europe, it's easy to travel without a guidebook. You yeah. don't need it. Yeah. 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 It's almost like you use them as a bit of a crutch sometimes and you kind of use it as yeah. like, you know, but you, you're right, you don't really need it. And you just need to walk around and open your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking, that's the best. Just And walk, this nice, like these nice places to, to have a drink, like here. Uh, you don't, they're not in a guidebook. You just have to keep your eyes open and to uh, think where are the locals and there, where the locals are, that's probably the are best you, place. Are you good at asking the locals though? You know, like when you're and when you no need something, to... asking. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it's the time of my. Oh, you, you want, want us to pay, pay up? No, 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 no. My colleague will stay with your table, just so you know the change. Oh. Okay. okay cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool with us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what were you? Yeah. So. Yeah, do you ask the locals for advice sometimes? Because that's a big thing with us. Sometimes we go, we should have just asked the locals. Then we would have no, been able to. I mean, obviously there's a language barrier sometimes, uh-huh. but yeah. the locals are always the best store of information, aren't they? Yeah. Once in Sevilla, we asked, uh, the, or the small village next to Sevilla, we asked at the campsite at the local where we, where we should go to eat. And yeah. he told us a good restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, but, no, but, no, but normally we already just... Uh, we go about uh, abandon the the, the, the the paths where most tourists are, and we just stroll around through a city, and then we we'll find some places where you can eat. Like here in Portugal, you can eat everywhere. Yeah, there yeah. are the restaurants everywhere, and it's like the food is the best in, in the small areas and small places where nobody, where just locals are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had that experience in Santiago. We came to this place. And um, it was it had bars on the window, had Coca-Cola branding everywhere, but it said pulperia, and I wanted to try octopus. And uh, so we went in there, and also we weren't even sure if it was open. So we go in there, and oh, there are people in here, and there's a really great atmosphere. And it was all locals having a Friday lunch, and a lot of people on the drink, and it was like <laughs> brilliant. And uh, what do we eat? Uh, sheep cow's ears sheep pig ears oh you eat pig ears yeah I, no hang on hang on I, I did not eat pig ears <laughs> do you like pig ears uh, the, 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 the 10 12 years ago <laughs> this time were the ears like whole or chopped up in small bits chopped up in small bits oh yeah. no well, these ones were whole <laughs> no so they was, were gross yeah <laughs> you didn't eat them you didn't well them. I ate maybe a quarter of the plate but that yeah. was enough to sort of get that authentic ear eating experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys have a like another trip that you want to do next? Um, oh yeah, next. Oh yeah, in, in December we want to go to Burma. Wow. Hmm. Oh, yes. oh, our, our parents don't know it right now, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you need to like you need to 
know, just introduce the idea yeah. slowly. It'll be around Christmas, so... Oh, they're, they're quite used to, to uh, us going to countries where they not, not, not want us to go to, yeah. like Iran or India or something like... Yeah. And next summer we want to go to Iceland. Oh, hmm. exciting! <laughs> It's so good to have ideas for like, you know, the next journey. Yes. Oh, we've got a list. Yeah, <laughs> we need to work through it. Okay, great. Oh, well, thanks very much, guys. It was so nice to see you again. These guys were our first Warm Showers hosts, and here we are at the end of the European leg with you guys. Yay! We were obviously looking forward to getting to Lisbon, but also to Sintra, which was a playground for the former Portuguese monarchy. So they would go out there and swim and build crazy castles. Um, we spent a couple of days there before pushing on to Lisbon. Here we are in Sintra. We've heard all about it the whole time we've been in Portugal. Lots of people have talked about how beautiful it is. Um, so finally we're here and we've spent the morning um, doing a little bit of sightseeing in the hills of Sintra. Yeah, at the moment, we're at the Lake of the Shell. <laughs> um, so you might think this is Shell's Lake, but there are actually other shells in the world, such as conchas. And uh, it's actually called Lake of the Concha. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, it's like a... Uh, at the moment, we're sitting in sort of the palace gardens of the Palace de Pena, I think it's called. And um, uh, these gardens are about 85 hectares, and they're spread... Uh, no, far and wide over this hillside with lush green forest and lots of uh, well it's mostly introduced trees isn't it? Yeah a lot of introduced trees but it was kind of designed to be a pleasure garden um, and it's so it contains a whole load of ruins and um, you know lots of mossy stone and little secret walkways and things like that but it's um it, the whole hillside used to be a monastery in the kind of 16th century um so there's even a grotto of the monk where the monks used to go and meditate uh i think it's too far away i can't be bothered to walk there <laughs> no we were again we're turning into fairly lazy tourists um we woke up we're having a rest day today we rode into Sintra yesterday and then just vegged out last night and then uh this morning we wanted to um we got up here a decent time and uh <laughs> A lot of people say, oh, get the bus up. And I thought, why would you get the bus up? You have to walk through this really nice park. Why Why would you avoid that? And so uh, we started you know, trying to find our way up um, because the road is kind of too narrow and filled with uh, buses and stuff. So you don't really want to walk on that. Mm. Uh, and we tried to find our way up through the park. And it was really cool because um, we ended up having to sort of bushwhack our way up the hill. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite steep. But um, so, yeah, so we're up here now. But uh, there's not really many people around here. The palace is full of tourists, absolutely chock full of tourists. But here, um, they seem to all take a hop on, hop off bus through the garden for three euro fifty. And the garden, I mean, it's like it would be less than a K to walk from the entrance up to the palace. So it's a bit weird. So we're here in the at the Lake of the Shell by ourselves. Um, we did explore the palace. Uh, it's quite weird. It was it's not very old. It was constructed around the old monastery after the earthquake in 1755 hit Lisbon. And the monastery kind of fell apart. So Don Fernando II built a big palace and it's a bit it's got a mixture of styles and it's like Disney colors and 
yeah, it's a kind of a strange place to visit. Actually, I think Walt Disney must have got his color scheme <laughs> from here. I mean, it is quite weird. You are, it does feel like you're walking into Disneyland. The, those little turrets painted bright orange. Um, yeah. And then below that are these walls that are bright yellow. Yeah. Um, and then also inside you walk around through the rooms and he's got this very eclectic taste, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, every room is different. I mean, there are some characteristics that sort of push through, like he really likes stained glass windows and tiles, but there he had a stag room and uh, with all these stag heads. Uh, I mean, it was quite impressive. Mm, a circuit tour through the palace ends with the cafeteria, of course, which we avoided because even a bottle of water here costs about €1.70. So we've just made some delicious cheese and tomato sandwiches and, yeah, just enjoying the peace down here in the garden. <laughs> It's another What's in the Pot live special from our final campground of our European trip. We are in Praia Guindos. Gisho? Gisho. Gisho. <laughs> Something like that. Nekaskesh. <laughs> and uh, we get a lot of messages in the uh, How Are You, Where Are You mailbag. Uh, asking us, we, we hear all about your lovely meals that you have, but what do you have for the most important meal of the day? Breakfast. Well, firstly, please stop sending us letters. Uh, we're cycle tourists and it's very hard for the um, Portuguese Mail Centre to try and find us because we don't have a fixed address. So if, if you could send an email in future, that would be preferred. But the answer is, we eat porridge. And when we started... Uh, when we came on this trip, because you know, porridge is obviously going to help fuel you, fuel you for longer, but um, it's a bit harder to find, um, but not really. They just don't use the word porridge. You say, oh, where can we get some porridge oats? Huh? What? <laughs> and what's porridge? And you work out, oh, well, just oats will do. Oats? And then, so we found out the Portuguese word looking on the, uh, the rubbish, aveia. So uh, once we've worked out that we just need to ask for a veya, it's everywhere. So, so this is the trick. But what we do is we kind of jazz it up a bit. So, and, we, and we've got this down to a military routine. So we start off by filling up uh, one exactly one litre of water. And then once the water boils on our trusty stove here, we can then uh, fill up our cups of tea. And then we use the rest of the water to uh, whack in the old aveia or porridge or oats. And then we, uh, we've got some little cinnamon on the go. We carry a few spices with us. And one of them is cinnamon. The other ones are paprika and cumin. Is that it? What else? And Italian herbs. And Italian, Italian herbs. And so we, uh, we use the cinnamon for our porridge. And that, uh, that makes that all nice and tasty. And I think once I mix in the cinnamon here, we are ready to go. So since this this the uh, the last camp spot of our European adventure. Oh, this porridge is looking fine. I can safely turn off the stove and I'll start petering out soon. There it goes. Okay, and now it's service. Now what we have with our porridge is uh, honey, but today we're putting in our old friend Oikos. Because we, we've been eating these Greek yogurts with fruits at the bottom and they're absolutely delicious. Although we got ripped off a bit last night, they're normally about 250 but they charged us 3 euros, a temerity! But, uh, <laughs> so this is going to, and also we just drip on, uh, we always carry honey with us as well. So we, uh, 
whacking the honey, cut up some bananas, and there you go. Another What's in the Pot Live special, a breakfast edition from Praia Guincho in Portugal. Another regular feature of ours is In Praise Of, where we select something that we are very grateful for um, and, yeah, praise it. Um, so, Baden, what are you what are you choosing this time? Well, I think it's a bit of a mea culpa for me this week. I have to sort of admit that I gave Portuguese drivers a bit of a bad rap in a past podcast and... Look, Portugal, I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry because once you once we arrived in Lisbon and we sort of waited up, we had so many more good experiences with Portuguese drivers than bad ones. And I think it was only the first few days where you know, we found drivers who were coming a bit too close to us. And But by far, we've had so many really great experiences, where even on big roads, uh, trucks and buses slowing right in behind us and then passing when it's safe and giving us lots of space. So I think it's... You know, Portuguese drivers get a bit of a bad rap, but not so bad after all. And, you know, yeah, we arrived well, we here safe in, and sound. Yeah, we came into Lisbon yesterday on that quite big road and everyone just got out of their lane and went round us. Yeah, I know. It's really courteous, I thought. And, uh, you know, I think cycling is on the verge of a bit of a boom in this country. A lot of people out on their bikes and so people are getting used to seeing cool people like cyclists cycling around. <laughs> So, Shelley, what about you? Um, well, for me, it's a kind of a cheesy one, but um, I am in praise of you, Baden, and your navigation skills. <laughs> you got us here all the way from London, 4,200 kilometres, and really did 99% of the work. So, nice one. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I guess all, uh, all you need is a bit of a sense of direction. Yeah. You know, you need to know where the sea is. <laughs> Sometimes I struggle to identify those basic landmarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, the big challenge is going to be preparing for our next bit and yeah. trying to navigate there. It's not going to be as easy as here. Yeah. And uh, so somehow the navigation has got to continue as we, in the next few weeks, head over to Cuba and then Mexico and all the way down to Argentina. So, yeah. But in the meantime, um, we're just focused on navigating around Lisbon, right? So yeah. over the next week, we'll be checking out some of the sights and sounds of the city and we'll try and bring you a little flavour of it, I think, if we can. Yeah, and but mostly it's going to be relaxing. A couple of couple of tourist spots, a couple of uh, Superbok bears, <laughs> and uh, that'll be Lisbon. Well, I think that's us for another podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, don't forget you can email us. We'd love to know how you are and where you are. Uh, how are you, where are you at gmail.com. Or you can head to our blog, howareyouwhereareyou.com. And we have a couple of uh, links on there for subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please share it. If you like it, maybe some other people will like it too. So, um, yeah, we'd, we'd be keen to have more people hear it and, and obviously keen to hear from, from our listeners. Um, also, you can get Baden on social media. He's at Baden C on Twitter and Baden Cycling on Instagram. Have you got any other? you got Tumblr oh, now. I'm in Tumblr now. I'm yeah. tumbling around. So <laughs> I, I don't know what I am on Tumblr, but, yeah, look me up like me uh, I'm not really sure what I'm doing there so maybe give me some advice on how to be cool at tumbling yeah. um, also thanks of course to Callum Campbell for the original music in the podcast and I think it's time for me to go because I need to go and get my flight yeah Aww. <laughs> I think we can handle four days apart yeah I think we can probably push through it somehow <laughs> thanks for listening bye bye